Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast. In today's episode, episode 26, we got to sit down with James and Dan, owners and operator of the nonprofit Project Refit. Their goal is to help as many veterans as possible overcome PTSD. So if you know a veteran, tag them, comment their name, go right to the Project Refit website to where they can take the first step of getting better and going down to the next level. You're listening to Breakthrough, the podcast that tells the stories of leaders and warriors who turn their setbacks into comebacks. Uh, Dan, what originally created the idea of a nonprofit or for helping veterans? So, um, 2017, uh, I had just started therapy. I, would ju- I just started therapy in the army, um, got diagnosed with PTSD. So they started my uh, med board process and um, I was looking online for, therapy wasn't giving me what I expected or what I what I thought I needed, I guess. Mm. So um, I was looking online to find something, something to help me. Something yeah. to help me, to, like of what Project Refit is. Like I didn't want I found one, I'm not going to use the name because it is a good site to use, but I got paired with a, it's just typing, I got paired with a guy who was in the Navy in the 80s, who like never deployed, so like for my needs, he couldn't do anything, got, yeah. like God bless him, but he couldn't help me, so um, James hit me up. Uh, Were you guys friends before? So, we have a mutual you? friend, so we oh, met okay. one time prior to this development, nice. but um, so... He hit me up and asked what the Army does to prevent uh, suicide and PTSD and what they do to counter it once an attempt arises or PTSD occurs. Mm-hmm. And it's very honest. And I said, absolutely nothing. They yeah. pretty much kick you out. And it's just really what it is. So then I we talked. For, I vented for like four hours. And at the end of it, we were like, shit, dude. Yeah. This. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we just decided that a video chat platform, somewhere where you can see someone's face is the most appealing. And you get to, like, I isolate. So I could isolate in my room. That's what was happening. I was isolating, and he video called me, and we got four hours of conversation out of it. Nice. Oh, what, what? How did you get the PTSD? And obviously, being in the army. Yeah. So um, I was. Uh, I was in Afghanistan, um, 2013 to 14. I was uh, infantry, so I was in a light infantry unit, and we were a heavy weapons company. So we um, we were essentially in charge of RC West in Afghanistan. So we had. Over 150 missions. Um, we found hundreds of IEDs. Uh, yeah, so I was in a, I was in two IEDs. Um, the first one being the worst. That that's really the root cause of the PTSD that's in there after that. Yeah. But that was the the bad one. And and uh, that's cool how you guys linked up, having a mutual friend, and and yeah. you're the side that does what you create the events, run them. Um, yeah, what exactly do you do? So, uh, yeah, I, I help out with, like, the marketing, kind of, like, also with the technology, too, and, like, you know, talking to tech teams and talking about what the back end's going to do, how it's going to work, what it's going to look like, like, the design and such. Um, you know, I just, I really try to make sure that we can grow this thing, you know what I mean? Because I know that just from talking to Dan and helping Dan out in the way that I, very little that I could do, um, you know, just being there for a friend, you know, whether it's mutual or not, um, you know, just being there for someone else is kind of, like, what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is, like, real close to my heart, you know what I mean? Like, Project Refit kind of, like, embodies what Dan and I both have been wanting to do for a while. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, you know, helping out anyone that we can. So that's what we do. That's what I do. And that's it. What's the most impactful thing you guys have done so far? Was this specific person you guys had, maybe an event? I'll take this. Dude, the most impactful thing that we've done has been we just helped out actually pass a bill in Congress um, called the Accelerating Veterans Act, uh, Outdoors okay. Act. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, fuck yeah. That's so what we did. How, yeah. how do you even get involved with Luck, being... bro. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, no, most, like, the, most of the shit we've done is because of luck. Like, yeah, we just right I place, swear right to God, time, like, talked to the right person on the right day, and yeah. just made it into certain events. Wow. People, we've, <clears throat> how can I put this? So, the wind pushes the ship, right? So, like, the people that we talk to are, is the wind. We're just the ship. You know, like, we're lucky that we picked it up on a good day. You know, like, I think that's how it happened. Like, it's just real lucky that we got in touch with the right people, made the right phone call at the right time, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Like, it's, things just have been aligning. I actually talked to somebody, uh, I think I can say her name, it's fine, she's she's a friend of Project Reef, but Christine is her name. Like, her, like, she, yeah. I don't, I don't think she'd care. Yeah, she wouldn't, she definitely wouldn't care. Um, she also owns a studio called Taekwondo Studio Voorhees, shout out. Um, no, but for real, she's awesome. She's a lawyer, she works over at Rowan, she's actually a woman from Rowan, but Nonetheless, um, even someone like that who's been helping us out like significantly with putting us in touch with people, putting us in front of people, because the visions and the ideas that we have where we want to take this are way bigger than just the app. I mean, like we're talking, we want to have like the vision of like a fleet of like trucks and trailers that go out to different events and such to support veterans in person and first responders and their families, right? Like to like shows, shows, right? Like a concert that a vet might used to like to go out to and enjoy he might not be able to go out there anymore. So how can we get him out of isolation to get him there? So he can trust that he's going to be, if something does happen, he trusts that, okay, Project Reef, it's going to be right there. I can just go back to the Project Reef base, you know. We want it to be like a, like a household name, essentially. Like, Literally. Like, right. Yeah, what you guys Literally. do is the absolute best thing in the world. I mean, there's no one more honored than someone who's in the military, let alone, you know, ha have an incident having PTSD. But not only conquering what you've came through, what you've came through, but helping other people along the way overcome that there's no there's no there's no better value than helping somebody else yeah so i mean you're what you guys do is the best job in the world you know it's it's, it's pretty even, cool it is so my, my my uh i go to the, i go to therapy at the vet center in philly yeah. and the lady who runs the group therapy she, she said it perfectly it happened as a group and the only way you're going to heal it is as a group mm -hmm. for combat ptsd right. battle buddies right yeah but, eh, but that's and eh. but yes um, and that's, I mean, that's true. So we're making, we're making just one really big group. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you, you, like, like you said, we want to, like, I didn't turn to alcohol. I didn't turn to drug, isolate. That's, that is my drug of choice. I will stay in my house for weeks if I can. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's how a lot of other people are. So like, I don't want to go to events. I don't. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's a decent chance I'm going to have an, whatever you want to call it, an, an episode. But, um. If I knew like like what we want to do, if I knew something like that was at an event, a concert, baseball, whatever it is, I'd be more enticed to go. I mean, I'd, it's, mm -hmm. I, I would I would probably end up going to it just because I know there'd be a little a safe spot, if you will, yeah. for just me, really. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for you guys do. I mean, I mean, Dan, even alone, I mean, you even you know coming out of the isolation, getting out of your comfort zone, and doing that stuff, just you know, awesome. So kudos to you guys. Uh, how do you? What's the next big step for you guys? Is it you want to have a certain number of veterans you want to help? Is it having more events? What's the next level for both of you? I mean, so when him and I first started this, he said if we help one person, we 
say if one person we were good, I, me alone, have already had between eight and ten people, like, gun in hand, ready to kill themselves, and none of them have. So, I'm, I, my goal is already reached, so I obviously have to make another one. So it's 20, whatever it is, it's, my, my main goal the entire time is to save, is to keep as many people from killing themselves as possible. I mean, that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. So it, we've been to, like, so even at different events that we go to, like that I've been to, now, again, I'm not I'm not military, just so that everybody knows. Like, I'm not military. I'm business side. I'm on the, I'm the other side of everything, the building of the nonprofit. But when I'm at events, I'm always open up front. I'm like, look, I'm not military, but if you want to talk to me, I'm more than willing to listen and hear you out. So I've actually had a couple guys at events even where they tell their family, go on. I'm going to stay here with this kid. I do want to talk. And, like, I've heard some stories, right? Like, but it's – I don't, like – I just let the guy talk. You know what I mean? Just, like, just get stuff off his chest or whatever it is, any kind of stress or whatever he's going through at that time. I've helped that guy out, you know, just through that. There's people that message our Facebook. There's people that message our Instagram. Like, that's what we, like, we've reached, I think we've tripled our goal of what we wanted oh, to do. I mean, like, easily. Like, so, but we need to, what we really need to do, and this is, on the, again, the business side, we need to start quantifying all of this and, like, really gathering that data so we can distribute it and give it out more. So we do want to get, like, smarter, I guess. So a business goal, nonprofit goal. Um, is we want to get so there's this platform. She, the woman that runs it, is also a friend of mine. I consider her a friend. She's awesome. Uh, her name is Morgan. Um, she runs Milk Crate. So it's a platform literally built for nonprofits. So we're gonna hopefully get a. Uh, it's gonna be the technology arm of uh, uh, Project Refit also um, of the mobile base, so that we can actually quantify like the people that are interacting with us and like give numbers out to businesses, banks, whatever, whoever we're looking to be sponsors of a mobile base so that's actually i would consider probably one of our next big like i mean like reach goal right now mm-hmm. is to get a mobile base within the next year next like year. yeah within the next i would like to have it happen within the next few months but well, like what do you think the plan for that is is it just you know network with other people is it i mean i don't know the business side. i got you yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you so uh i mean for the past few weeks we've been like grinding out like a business plan mobile base plan and also a technology plan um so we have we actually released the business plan, kind of. It's still being worked on, but I, I think it's good enough Don't to release. Don't spoil anything anyway. No, it's on our website. I was going to say, like, we're, I'm completely transparent. Like, the way I want this whole, like, business side to look, like, from a business end, I want to be as transparent with people as possible. I mean, I've told people about the mobile base. Like, I told a nonprofit about it recently that they have, like, a truck already. I'm not going to say their name. They're, they're cool, whatever. But they love the idea so much, and I haven't heard from them since. Like, I tried getting in contact with them again. But it's like, all right, they're probably going to try to do what we're doing, which is totally fine, whatever. But, yeah. like, because if they can help people out, they can help people out. It's not going to stop me from doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? But I'm completely transparent. I'm putting it out there. I'm getting the word out. I want people to know exactly who Project Refit is, who the mission is, what our mission is, what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? Because if somebody else can do better than we are, by all means. There's only one other. See, when we, when we first started, we, yeah. we were the first. We were the only one uh, peer-to-peer video chat platform yeah. specifically for veterans. The only one. There's another one. They were in the. They were starting like. Most of the other ones are on the phone, right? It's not ever. That's right. They're either on the phone. It's typing on the computer. This one is similar to what ours is. Video chat, but we're not going to say their name. No. Um, but they they use uh, GPS. So like, if you and I talk, we have each other's locations. To us, that's an invasion of privacy. I get I get the aspect behind it. Yeah. If something does happen, you know where they are, but that's going to turn dozens of vets away. Why am I gonna talk? I don't want to talk to you if you know where I'm at. Like it's not, that's that's too invasive. Yeah, we we don't really believe in the whole like 
Anonymity Anonymity is where we want to be at. We want to be more of a platform for conversation to happen. You know what I mean? To take that next step to get to therapy. We're not like a a mental health platform. We want you to get to the person. We're not even like really a suicide prevention platform. We're not. It's just someone to talk to. If it comes up, that's, yes, please don't do it. But I mean, this is just to like level it out. Yeah. If you feel if you're, if like you're overwhelmed, step, congrats, you did it. Like I want to yes. keep talking yes. to you. Yes. yes. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to all that, and again, getting back to the business side, like we have the business plan out there. People can read it. They can read about our. I mean, I created job descriptions all the way down to like we know exactly for the next few years what we need to do. So how we're going to raise the money, I think, was your other question you had. Like basically, like how you're going to get this to happen, execution uh, factor. Yeah. We're reaching out, like, I'm going to start sending out uh, mobile-based proposals to, like, banks and such, but Rowan, I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, I have no idea, but we're trying to go to Rowan right now, um, because I think research is huge and important. I think it's like, I mean, Dan and I talked about this before, that's like, we're trying to get maybe some PhDs involved with us and everything like that, so we can actually get the, because it, when, when change happens, it happens at the university level, and then reaches out, right? That's where big things begin to happen. They need help in collecting a lot more data, and we think we can help them with that, right? We're not going to be invasive. We understand privacy, but we also understand there's a way to do it anonymity, like through anonymity to create good data and good research because there's way smarter people than me and I out in the world, way smarter people than you, all three of us here, right? Anybody that's here, actually, right? So we need to get those smart people to help us, to help everyone else, right? So we want to kind of like aid them. So we have a good idea for bringing people out to create a community, to then use that community and allow that community to know. Okay, open right now. You're like, if you help us out, like you, we send you like messages or ask you questions. That's going to you want honest answers, so we can give that to a researcher. You, your name won't be used or anything, but we'll give that to a researcher. The results are used. So the results can then lead to change. That's that's our mission, man. Like we're it's. It's bigger than any than us. You know what I mean? It's bigger than the research even, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's about everyone. So, what do you think you found the most success with with this business? Was it just helping as many people as you can? Was it at starting a nonprofit? Was it, you know, finding the research? Was it starting a business? What was the most I think success? It's, I think it's really fun yeah. how many people actually want to talk. Mm-hmm. Like when I think there's a lot more. That's why like our whole like our, it's like fuck stigma. Like that's the whole thing. Like when I first started therapy, I didn't I didn't want a therapist that didn't go through something similar. Which, I mean, almost every single person I know with PTSD has how would you know what I'm feeling if you didn't go through it? But once you go through enough therapy, you realize it doesn't matter what, like, they don't have to be able to relate to what you went through. It's just having somebody willing to listen to what you you want to say. Like, that's really just what it is. So once you can get past that first stigma right there alone, and then there's the reaching out for help is weakness. Well, I mean, if that's, if that's how you want to look at it, sure, you're not going to get anywhere like that. Like, once you realize, like, you're an adult and you have to maintain your, your shit, then you start talking to people and you start asking for help. It's, that's where, like, the the big thing is. But, I mean, admitting that you have, because I know dudes who have bad PTSD and that's not even a thought in their mind. It's not, I don't have it. You do. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's, like, an ego side? Yeah. Or it's, is- I'm, a man, I'm, a, I'm a man. I was an infantryman. You don't have you don't have emotions, so you have to mask all that shit. So that's why the alcohol, drugs, all that shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, once once you get past those stigmas, I think that's the biggest the biggest piece. Because then, and I mean, it's easy. It's not easy, but it's way easier from there than like I'm way better than I was. I was I was bad, like with the ice. Like I, it was horrible. 
I still do it, but nowhere near how I was in 2017. <laughs> what do you think helped you the most? Was it just somebody listening, like you said, what you guys do now? Um, both. It's a combination of both. I mean, I still go to therapy, so I mean, therapy, it levels me out. It keeps it, keeps it from boiling over. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, helping people, that's really the easiest one. I mean, it's like managing my stuff and helping other people learn how to manage theirs is really what the, the good part of it is for me. Aside from the nonprofit side of it, when you help somebody out and you guys started this, what feelings did you get when you had this idea and you first did help somebody or it was starting to work for you? I mean, I didn't expect so many of my like personal friends to reach out. Like, I've had like four or five. That was, like, a, sh that was a shock yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like, I spent years around them and nothing ever got brought up. And then I get out and we start this. They all know to come to me. Like, they all come to me. Most of the people I've talked to, like, talked off the edge, were our friends, our, our guys that I actually know, which I think is why they reached out. Like, it's there's no, there's no awkwardness. There's no... There's no need for an introduction. You don't really have to explain yourself because I know almost everything about you already. So once those barriers were gone, it's just it's, it was so much easier for them to be like, all right, nah, dude, like I'm thinking a lot about suicide. And I I, I talked to the the lady at the vet center about this also, and it's um, there's suicidal. Everyone, almost everybody has suicidal thoughts. But it's, are you at risk? And I think that's what a lot of the mental health professionals should start asking. Not, are you having suicidal thoughts? Because that almost is guaranteed with PTSD. Are you at risk of acting on them? Is, like, the main question I think should be asked. Because they don't really ask that. It's just, are you suicidal? What does that mean? That could be anything. It is broad. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have an answer. Um, I'm, like, so focused on... I know that we can do more. This is just my own personal. This is just being completely honest with you. Like, it's sure, it's nice, but like, at the same time, I feel like that's what we did this for. So there's no, like, I'm patting myself in the back or anybody else. I'm not, that's not what I do anyway. You know what I mean? Like, anytime anything that's accomplished, it's the team that did it. It's Project Refit, right? So, like, the fact that he helped people out, I feel like, like, I was a part of that too, in a way. You know what I mean? But it's because we're a team. We really are. Like, I've said it to him so many times. I'm like, I've never, like, I feel every time we go and do things, it's perfect. Like, we're a really good team, right? Our other buddy, Chris Carr, like, he has people that he's helped out to, like, but it's the team, right? It's, it's Project Refit that did it. So I'm just happy for the team. You know what I mean? I'm happy that we're, we're making the change. We're actually doing something. It's not, oh, I feel good about it. I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question no, yeah. necessarily, yeah. but, like, I, I'm just happy as shit that we're doing it. You know, like we're doing something that maybe we never thought would be able to happen a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? Like we're just making it happen. So it's we're doing it together. And I'm, it's it's the stronger your team, the the better we're going to be able to be. Right. So yeah, it's your dream team. Yeah, man. If if you were the guys are fast forward, say ten years from now, you were to look back, where do you think you want to be? We either numbers wise helping veterans. What kind of stage? What kind of platform? Do you think it's something on a whole another level? What's the Big, big macros. Maybe it's something that scares you. I mean, for me, when I think I, big, it scares shit. I sometimes. want, I want, like, so you know, I don't know what it is in the Air Force, but ACAP, the five-day process when you're getting out, the transition process. Yeah, it's a Yellow River. So I right. want mm -hmm. Project Refit in that. Like, I want to be on the national level. I want it to be on that. So the, get one of the, I, I want it to be one of the bullshit pamphlets you get handed out that you, you barely look at, but it catches your eye. 
Um, because th that first year out is the worst year, like by far. Um, so being at the national level and having every base distribute, this is an option for this you. This project refit. Right. Mm -hmm. th use this so you don't get to that point. I think that's one of the, the end goals, I'd say, for me. Tractor trailers. Nice. Right, not tractor trailers, but like the truck and trailers is what I meant to say. Like the truck and like trailers. A whole fleet. A whole fucking yeah. fleet, bro. When I tell you I want this, like, I want sponsors out the ass, like big name sponsors, so we can, for that idea, instead of having the base handed out, I want to be on the base handing that information out because the base wants us there. Right. right? We want to be the ones hosting. These guys Stop are getting out in transition. It's not even going up, man. Let's go with you, bro. Damn. <laughs> I want to be there. Like, I want to be on the base when those guys are leaving. And I want to say, hey, look, this is what you're going to experience outside. Like, this is what we're going to be there all the time. Especially coming back from deployment. Because we, you all, you all get the when you come back from deployment, you get the the health assessment shit. All the are you so all the normal mental health questions. And everyone last week. It's, it's, it's everyone. It's a, a five-minute conversation yes. you have. Are you good? Yup. Are you sure? Uh huh. Okay. See you next time. That's all it is. We want. When you want to talk about it, twelve o'clock? No, I want exactly. to talk about when I want to talk about. Yes. It. Not when. Or I don't want to talk about it because it's going to ruin my. I will get kicked out of the military. Right. Right, exactly. So I want like maybe like a representative from us or something along those lines where it's confidential unless you are at risk. Mm -hmm. So they'd obviously have to be certified, but somebody who can sit down with somebody who normally wouldn't talk to somebody in the service because we never did, mm -hmm. and I understand why no one does completely. Um, but so they do have that out. I mean, the whole thing is having an outlet. That's really all it is. It's a support. It's a support system. Mm -hmm. Having a support system is the only thing that will keep you. Because PTSD doesn't get better. It doesn't go away. It's yeah. with you for life, but you manage it. You learn how to manage it. You can't manage it by yourself. You need a support system. So we want to. I want to be the foundation of the support system. What is the best way to find Project Refit? Is it just the website? Is the number you got to call? What's What's the best way to find you guys? Right now, we have a website and everything, but what we're, we're so we're focused on Facebook. Can I answer it real quick? Facebook. Facebook, I think, is the best way because. We're, we're small. We're a small team, so we're doubling down on things that we're seeing the success at. Um, and as soon as we, as, as we grow, we'll expand out more. But right now, it's Facebook. That's our main platform. We use to reach out to people. We send out like, like information, everything, Facebook. Because, again, we're a small team. We have a lot of other stuff we got to do. So Facebook by far, 100%. 100%. What do you think is – one thing you've overcame, obviously, uh, Dan, was, was your PTSD. But what do you think you did to overcome that? And even you personally, James, uh, you spoke to people. You know, people listened. You went to therapy. What do you did? You think that was your so-called breakthrough, or something that made you transform into who you are today? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, once I I did a, a rather vicious type of therapy. It's called CPT. It's cognitive processing therapy, and basically it. It makes you relive your past experiences so that you properly, your brain properly grieves over them. So that's really what PTSD is: is your a fuckload of shit happened to your brain. It didn't have time to comprehend it and adjust to it, so it just stayed that way. So, hold on. I don't remember the question. Yeah, what do you think you did to overcome it? Oh yeah, so so learn it. Like so, that therapy, that type of therapy helped, but all it really did, like it didn't help me manage it. It just made me realize what caused it and like. You understand. What, yeah, I, I understand it. So me understanding what caused this makes me want – now I know how to help – like I, I know what causes it, so now I know how to help, how to help other people. Mm -hmm. So that's really – like once I realized like – because you – like I thought that 
it was a done deal. Like, this is just what I am now. There is no managing it. There's, I'm this person now. That's it. And then you learn. Like, that's really all it is. I learned that it's that's not the case. Um, old me's gone. I mean, that's that's just, but the new me ain't so bad. So it's yeah. It's it's I can deal with it. Um, Rock solid. Yeah. So I mean, coming to that little revelation, I was like, oh fuck, I can help other people easily now. Mm-hmm. If somebody is is listening, even your position right now, what's the first thing they should do that you suggest? Call us. Yeah. Honestly, I was gonna say call like family or friend or something, but no, it's I have to call us. I mean, I under, I mean, I haven't been like I've been through some shit. People have been through far worse, but I mean, I've I've been through enough that I can relate to your pain. Like I I don't want to live a lot of time also, but I will keep living. Um, so yeah, just call us, have a have a nice little conversation with me, two three hours. Cool, awesome. And uh, what about you, James? What is something you personally that you've overcame? And you're like shit. Like I look back, like, I did that. That was the old me. Now here I am. Um, Whether it could be this, or I personal. went through. So yeah, I went through. I mean, like my my journey is just obvious civilian side. So, like I I don't have necessarily PTSD. Like you know at all. I don't think I have PTSD. But um, I definitely have been through failures, right? Like I, I went to Columbia University. I left Columbia to start a business. Um, the business didn't work out, uh, but I learned a lot, a lot in that time frame. Um, I think, you learn a lot I think from it's, failures. dude. I've learned it's the only way you learn. Yeah, so much. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm really happy I went through what I went through. I mean, I to the point where, sorry, mom and dad, but like, and family, but like, I still get, I, I got shit a lot from like family and stuff like that about like, what are you doing, like, why are you doing this, blah blah. blah. It's now starting to show that it's working, but it's also because I'm not being a little bitch anymore, and I'll put myself out there more, right? Before, I was a little bit scared to reach out. I wasn't really good at sales. I'm still not very good at sales. I'm very okay. Like, I'm not – I'm learning, though, that – like, I'll, I'll give you a recent revelation. Uh, this is – again, this is business side completely off the topic of, like, PTSD mental health. But, like, the reaching out and following up aspect, right? I used to think I was bothering someone, but I realized as my time is starting to get taken up, I appreciate it when people reach out and remind me of things. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate because I don't remember shit all the time, right? I might – have told somebody, oh, dude, I would love to meet up with you, and I meant it 100. When I tell you I want to meet up with you, if I tell you I like you, I like you, and I want to meet up or whatever, I do, right? If I don't like you, I'm going to tell you I don't like you, and I'm going to tell you I don't want to meet up. <laughs> like I'm just like that kind of person. So when a person reaches out, I appreciate it, right? So I reach out to people now, and those follow-ups have been helping us out, Project Refit, significantly. Like that, we're we're getting to different levels. And when I don't follow up with somebody, I feel like an absolute asshole now. It's a completely different mindset, but. Those kind of things, I think, are allowing me to be, I think, a more effective communicator with the team, right? Allowing me to, you know, hey, this is this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. This is, like, kind of the goals and things like that. What do you guys think? Like, give me some feedback. I have a, a mentor of mine who's actually in the Army as well, um, and uh, he's, he's pretty, really cool. He's actually really cool. He works for a pretty big company, but I was talking to him recently about, like, our um, proposals that we were creating, and he gave me some great feedback i mean like cut me up he's like look dude looks looks good he's like we got to do this 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 i love that shit like crush me tell me how i'm not doing good because when you tell me how i'm not doing well that means i'm gonna get better it's only it's only way you're gonna get better like iron sharpens iron right like mm-hmm. that's the way that's the common phrase or whatever but like it's true so yeah. like i mean it's so I've, I've gone through a lot of failures and now i'm learning how to not take shit so serious. Uh, don't listen to what everybody says. And also, um, don't always believe someone when they say they're going to do something for you. 
Oh, we'll create that mindset. Not, <laughs> yeah. That's fast. a little, that's a little, uh, little inside thing for us. Yeah. No, okay. We can't, we, especially with nonprofits, people yeah. say they're going to do a lot, say a of, lot things, of shit and they don't do there is, the things at all. I'll give you a very vague story. Uh, very early on in the project refit. I, and I say vague because I don't want to say the guy's name or anything like that. Um, he was really cool. He was an Navy SEAL and I, he, he called me and we're talking about his nonprofit. And like, he said from the beginning, he was like, look, uh, the nonprofit industry, you're going, he's like, I know what you're thinking right now. Everybody's nice. They give a shit. They, they care about helping people out. No, 